0: Back to um, the episode of New Era Leafs that we were really hoping that we did not need to do. The episode to wrap up the 2021 season. Um, in case you were living under a rock and you didn't know, Leafs lose Game Seven again to the Montreal Canadiens by a score of three to one after blowing a three to one lead in the series and gosh i don't know what the fuck to even say right now
1: um i'll pass it on to gordon um yeah pretty much the same thing i mean they they should have won this thing and they just they didn't they uh i mean they were up 3-1 Um, won three straight games out of the first game where their captain went down 10 minutes in and then proceeded to lose three straight games. So I'm seeing a lot of people
0: trying to use that as an excuse for this team. Like, oh, they lost their captain 10 minutes into game
1: one and then Muzzin went down. I'm like, it's the fucking Habs. (laughs) They stink. I know, yeah. We're a better team than them without and we thought
0: we could be missing h- half our roster and he would still be a better team, probably.
1: Yeah, yeah, we probably guys in the AHL better than like their third liners. Like, like they're not a good team, and
0: like the series has not changed that opinion of mine. I, I, like, I would feel a lot better if I, if, if I was like, yeah, you know what, the Habs, are, we just underestimated the Habs, and they were a better team than than uh, we gave them credit for. And like, I do not feel that at all because they stink. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know. So a lot of people are, I don't know. There's always so many takes and we've went through this. We've lived through this so many times, Um, but after game seven losses, there's always a million different hot takes from people. And I don't know, the, the revisionist history of like, Oh, the Habs were actually better than we thought. Like they're, they're not, they suck. Gary price gave up. Oh, I don't know Gary exactly, but he good. gave up. Yeah. He-, he was But he wasn't, like, God mode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He gave up, like, three-plus goals every game, pretty much. Yeah. Most games, at least. I think it was about five of them. He gave up three or more goals. Like, there's, they should have won this, like, easy. It shouldn't have been hard. Um, Campbell had, like, heading into game seven, I think it was, like, Campbell had, like, 937 percentage. Like, Mm -hmm. that's more than good enough to win you a round. around. yeah so i don't
0: like, know it feels like and so like you can't even say they got goal lead you mm-hmm. can't say that you can't say that it was the depth because the leafs depth is what made this a seven game series yeah um you can't say it was on the leafs defense like you could in years past because the Leafs defense is actually was actually pretty good mm-hmm.
1: yeah um, It was really good
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Leafs defense played really. I think played really well. I don't think there was any any complaints about that. Um, there was one more that I was going to say. <laughs> oh, um, to me, it comes down to the stars. Like you had Matthews and Marty combined for one goal, and we'll get into this uh, a little bit later on, I guess. But like, like to me, like there's one player in particular who didn't show up, and that's the one who wears number sixteen.
1: Yeah, and I mean, when your 11 million dollar player, top line right winger, is uh, scoring at a lower pace than Eric Fucking Stahl, probably not going to be doing very well. He's he's probably has a really bad series. Yeah. Like if you told me heading into this that Mitch Marner will have the exact same stat line, but have played in like one more game than uh, as Eric Stahl, like I I would have been pretty pretty annoyed. It's just like it's the fact that like do you wanna have the Marner conversation now? Um or do you wanna wait? I feel like that one's I feel like that one's the big one. I feel like I feel all like right. that one's the one like that's gonna take up the bulk of the show. Okay,
0: so we'll wait. Um for me, this series was lost when they were down three nothing in game five, looking back at it. Mm. That should not have ever happened. Yeah, not at all. The fact that they came back and tied it up was cool, but you shouldn't have been in that position in the first place. I wonder if they just, like, and, like, again, like, you heard it all over, like, after game five and game six. Oh, we, for whatever reason, we weren't ready to start again. We weren't ready to start again. What year is this?
1: Uh, I think this is it's 2021. Okay, cool,
0: because we've been hearing that same bullshit since, like, 2018.
1: Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I, I was going to try and say, I think it's about five years into this core man like I'm
0: feeling a lot better today mm-hmm. but it's I, I it still feels like shit
1: yeah and yeah I mean for context like Joey literally wasn't gonna he didn't want to do the show last night like we had talked about on Sunday that we were gonna do the show the night of Joey was just so like beside himself like he didn't want like, to waste
0: night. any more time or effort on this team than I need to yeah and I still feel like that to an extent. Like, I do not think I'm going to be excited for this team to start its regular season. Like, I, I cannot, I, I don't think I will be. I legitimately, like, will just be like, cool, fucking do so. Show me, show me something, and then I'll be excited. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, uh <laughs> I don't know how harsh this is, but, like, yeah, I used to, like, Opt not to like hang out with friends on certain nights just because I wanted to watch the Leafs game or Mm -hmm. like not go visit whoever or like do whatever just because there's a Leafs game on that night. I'm not going to be doing that anymore. If I'm if I've got other plans, that's so be it. I'm not going to waste time and other opportunities on this team anymore until they show me something.
1: Yeah, no, I uh, I mean. I'll still do it. But I don't know what it is like. Like I'm kind of seen as like I guess Captain Positive, kind of in most of our in most of our group chats. But like I don't You've been know, like, extremely just,
0: positive, and I don't know yeah. how. Like I don't know how many times you can see this happen over and over and over and over and over again. Like I don't even watch the rest of the playoffs. Like I can't wa- bring myself to like watch hockey. I have baseball on in the background right right now, which is nice. I do really enjoy <laughs> baseball, but typically if this was a normal year, I'd be. I'd be watching like the playoffs at least, but like, I don't even want to like this, this team has just like caused me like just utter despair to the point where I don't even want to watch the sport that has been my favorite sport since I was a toddler.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, it's kind of hard to say cause we're less than 24 hours out still, but like, and like, I definitely do feel a lot of, pain i guess in a way but like i don't know I'm, I'm still like i know in two weeks i'm going to consume it the exact same way um i mean today like i opted not to listen to a hockey podcast on my drive home which is a little different than what i usually do um so
0: yeah today i, I, mean, I was in the car and i'm just like no not going to do that i'm going to listen to my pop punk playlist instead
1: yeah yeah exactly i mean i just listened to the billboard uh hot 100 on oh, spotify basic but- bitch <laughs> But yeah, no, I, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I, I know where I'm going to be at. Like last year for some reason was much more, um, painful, I guess to endure. Um, like this I year think, just, I don't know. I, I feel think like this, I'm this numb is to way it. worse. This it is way no, worse. And that's the thing is it is worse. It is so much worse. But like last year I think was the real year where I just like felt tons of pain. And I think like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I feel like I am numb in some ways to it now, just because.
0: I th- I am too. I feel like I still reacted to it a lot better than I did. Because I, mm-hmm. I expected this going into the game, Like to be honest with you. I was half expecting this to happen, so I was already prepared myself for it. Yeah. Last year, I was like, after that comeback, there's no way they're going to lose game five to Columbus. This year, I was like, I was like, yep. They, they lost this game. They, they This is not going to happen. They did not show up on time the two games prior to this. They did yeah. not show up on – well, <laughs> they just did not look energized at all in game seven. This year? Yeah.
1: I don't know um I, I don't know do you, do you cut a lot of into that sort of stuff because i have seen a lot of people saying that they we they can. felt like they lacked effort no i'm not saying they lacked effort i'm just saying yeah. like oh okay.
0: like they just okay. like like i don't know if it was the habs like playing well but that's probably not it because the habs suck we went over this already today <laughs> yeah like god like that's what's so frustrating about this but yeah like i mean like, that's a, like they just yeah. look like they, I just didn't see a sense of urgency. Like that, Like it did not look like a team that would typically how they would play a game seven.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think for to some extent um, like, I think the Habs over the last three games played the best games they possibly could have like they played the best they could have at all um I mean they were pretty hard on the fourth. and track. the Leafs like, the, played like
0: 50% of the capabilities of what I thought they could have
1: yeah yeah kind of to be fair uh I like I don't know like, like I mean, I'm not saying that you're saying this obviously but I have seen a lot of people say oh they they gave no effort they don't care or whatever I don't I think mean, like, you can say really that without
0: having like a relationship with any players in the locker room
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. No. For like, sure. I don't think that, it's that, fair insane. to say
0: that unless you like are there witnessing it and you know for a fact.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. I fully agree. Like, I think that's insane that like people would even like dare to like question whether someone who's dedicated like twenty five years of their life to like a fucking game like if they care about it like that's insane to me. Um, but you know, the one thing I will say is that I, I feel like there was almost some sort of like cockiness, mm-hmm. like. A very high level of confidence from them that they would just like they, like they're gonna win this thing. They should have, um, because it's the they freaking had, but no. But I mean, like, I think like they just kind of got into their own head, and they just I don't know what it was, and I think there might have been maybe something to do with uh, like, cause cause what I did notice in this game is there's a lot less mistakes, like a lot less big like dumb mistakes, like Other in than game the five. Minor ended, one that led to a goal. Oh yeah, like that that was bad, right? But like it that wasn't. Galchenyuk, you know, in game five, that wasn't Dermot in game six, you know, like there was none of that, like, which was good, which is nice, but I felt like they were playing cautious, I guess I'd say. Like, it didn't feel like there was a ton of urgency, at this, like to an extent, but I, I don't know. It just felt more to me, like they were playing really cautious, like, like it kind of got to them.
0: Even when they were down to nothing, I saw that. And I was like, what is going on?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Is like, uh, I don't know. I defend them all a little too much. They should. Like, They, they should have They should have stomped the absolute crap. Like this game, this series should have been done in five games at least. Like five, maybe six, mm-hmm. given the the, uh, the John Tavares stuff. But
0: uh, do yeah. you think <laughs> – I, I already know your answer, but I guess I'll just ask it anyways. Um, do you think the Leafs have – um anybody on the hot seat? <laughs> like Player wise? No, um coaching slash management wise. No. No. Do you? Um Manny Malhotra.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, maybe him. Yeah. But actually, I don't know,
0: considering what came out today. About, the power oh, about play.
1: Marner?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I said, okay. we'll get into yeah. Mitch Marner later on. But yeah. um if anybody is him, I think Keith to some extent should take some of the blame but like i don't think it's anything that should get him fired
1: oh no (laughs) oh this is where we disagree i know but like i don't know i think
0: that like you saw the way marner was playing like he was not playing well at all yeah and i think that it should have been like i think i think nylander and matthews needed to have more time together On on the top line, like one thing I noticed is that like Mm -hmm. the Habs were absolutely suffocating Matthews, even though he still got all those scoring chances, he was getting absolutely smothered and putting Nylander, putting Nylander on a line with him would give another shooting threat and would open up the ice for both of them so much more. And I just didn't see that enough. Like I saw it a few times in game seven, but Mm -hmm. like I didn't see it enough. I feel like it should have, that should have been more of a thing over the course of the series.
1: Yeah. And actually that is one thing that I did notice too. Um, so like to your point, I felt like they were doing that all of game six and seven, uh, the habs, like they were smothering them. Like, you know, like, like there were like the visual in my head is like the puck gets dumped into the leaf zone, you know, like down the ice. The leaf steed goes back, grabs it, and there's a hab on him immediately instantly there's a hab right on him. He has to like panic pass it over. They pass it over, you know, they kind of get it out, but they're like getting out of their zone by the skin of their teeth. Like they're barely making it out of their zone. And like that's I feel like that played out a lot in the last couple games. And Mm -hmm. they just didn't have a way to really fight against it. I don't know. And uh and I did notice that was a big adjustment that the Habs made. Um, but,
0: like, the thing is, too, like, I've already seen some of the narratives of, oh, this team still wasn't tough enough and all that. Like, oh, yeah, that had nothing to do with it. Like, the Habs hitting had nothing, did, did not deter the Leafs at all. The Leafs were no. still getting their chances. The Leafs were still, like, that, did, that didn't that did do anything. That's not the reason why the Habs won. Shut up. Yeah. And, Literally. like, analytics, you can't, a lot of people are like, oh, it looks like uh, Computer Boy's uh, algorithms aren't working anymore. And it's like <laughs> no, because look in the playoffs, Tampa Bay is very analytically heavy. So is the Avalanche, and so is uh, Carolina, who are all Stanley Cup favorites, probably.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, literally. so and even has, I think Florida is. To yeah. Understand.
0: So it has nothing to do. It has nothing to do with with analytics not working. I think. Mm-hmm. I think this goes the the this team not succeeding should help case of analytics more because Dubas went out and he got a Simmons he got a Joe Thornton and he got that experience he got that toughness mm-hmm. that everybody said this team was lacking and yeah. what I found is that this team really lacked another goal scorer someone else who could put the puck in the net and like same, same can be said with Felino too like I don't think those additions really really made a difference like in, in this yeah. playoff series so
1: you're saying Taylor Hall was the right choice
0: Oh my God, I hate when people are saying that, but like not necessarily <laughs> Taylor Hall, but yeah, not, I think so. Not so. necessarily, no, but like, but like not necessarily Taylor Hall specifically, but like, mm. but like someone who could have like helped out more offensively.
1: Yeah, like Hall, Palmieri,
0: mm-hmm. something like that. Like, I that was, range. yeah, like I was thinking, like, oh yeah, uh, uh, shutdown line is exactly what this team needs, not against mm. the fucking Habs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, they they, they need, um, and I guess we'll get into this too more later on, like more in depth. Um, I mean, they definitely do need to like screw around with their depth, like more, and it needs to be more versatile or more of an offensive threat, um, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I get the idea with Joe Thornton, but like he just, he doesn't have it anymore. Like he doesn't. No. Like And like. No.
0: Like the thing is, it was just like, it's like. I don't know like just needs to stay the course and do what he was doing because I feel like I, I feel like yeah like the like the Simmons acquisition like Simmons was fine in the playoffs but like it's not like he was like that noticeable like like fuck man I thought that like with the way they were playing in game seven he he should have fought somebody but he didn't is yeah. that what he's there for
1: <laughs> yeah that's what literally what he said when he was brought in I'm gonna punch heads off or whatever.
0: Yeah, like
1: like uh, I was like, I think
0: I tweeted out last night like, holy shit, is Jason Spetz are gonna have to fight again? Yeah,
1: yeah, like
0: yeah. like, like Spetz is so the only crazy. like guy on that team who's like over thirty five or like even like over the age of like thirty three in that mm-hmm. series who was like of any use.
1: Yeah, pretty much, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and I guess this, I I guess I'll kind of steer it back to Keith too because I do kind of want to get past or get on your mm-hmm. point a little bit. Okay. Um yeah, so your point was Nylander on Matthews win. Yeah. Right? You want to see that a little bit more. Uh, another only- another issue,
0: sorry, another issue I had oh, okay. with um with Marner there is that is that like I, I noticed that Marner had the puck on his stick way too much for Matthews to like even like try to make a difference on the scene. Yeah. Like I think the puck needs to be on your goal scorer's stick more.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I mean, I agree. And I don't know. I think this kind of does play into the depth too, right? Like the skilled depth. Um, I don't think that it would have made sense. Like, because they did try it for shifts in the last few games, right? Nylander with Matthews and Marner. The issue that I have is that once you do that, you pretty much have nothing, especially with Tavares out. You have nothing like outside mm-hmm. of that. That's a real offensive threat. Like I like Gouch, but he's not generating offense on his own. Like Kerfoot. Mm-hmm. I like him, but he's not really generating offense of his own.
0: I you mean, know? I thought Kerfoot looked pretty well, looked pretty good this series.
1: Yeah, I think so too. But like, I don't, I don't know if I trust should it him. Should
0: not be your second line center? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know if I trust him, you know, in Galchenyuk and Mikheyev or Hyman or whatever to really, like, score, you know, an adequate amount of goals. Yeah. Like, so, that, that, so that's really my only issue, I guess, with putting Nylander up there. Um, and I mean, like, because I agreed with it, they should have done shifts and things like that, but... Mm-hmm.
0: I just think you need another shooting threat with Matthews on on Mm -hmm. that line. Like, it just takes pressure off of him and opens up the ice a lot more.
1: I agree. And And so, I guess with that, uh, do you want to go on to like next year's roster build type stuff or? um,
0: Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Um, Or did
1: you have something you want to bring up?
0: Not really. I just wanted to like really hit on that point that like yeah. uh, don't it doesn't matter what your uncle tells you grit and leadership isn't going to win you games at the end of the at the end of the day what wins you goals is it will, what wins you games is scoring goals and keeping goals out of your net
1: yeah yeah exactly and i mean the big thing too right when you look at Tampa who won last year like Blake Coleman's, like, a Zach Hyman type. Like, mm-hmm. Yanni Gord is, like, Zach Hyman type. You know, you got Barkley Goudreau, who's more of, like, that sort of grinder, I guess, like, bottom six grinder kind of guy. But, I mean, like, like these guys aren't, like... They're not plugs. Yeah, they're, they're not, not Yeah, Yeah, it's not Wayne Simmons, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, Elia McKay ever. Like,
0: like, if we had Wayne Simmons five years ago, I don't think anybody would be complaining about that. No,
1: no he would have been, like, a perfect, like, second-line mm-hmm. winner on this team. Like, you got him... JT and Nylander or something. That yeah. would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. But it, like Simmons now, like, and especially, I don't know, I was really down on it when they initially signed it. Like, no, I thought he played really well to start. And then that injury, yeah. to, like,
0: really hindered him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. I mean, like, I was really down at to start. And, you know, I did get better. I, I started to kind of, you know, and then, and then he played really good. And then, yeah, like you said, like, after that injury, like, he just couldn't handle the puck. Like, like I, mm-hmm. I, I remember there was like one point. I think they had a line. It was like, was it wasn't like Simmons up on the third line, and it was like Mikheyev, Simmons, and someone else. And it was like that line just can't finish. Yeah, that line like cannot like they're they're not scoring that line like I know. Simmons just can't score. Yuli Mikheyev can't friggin' score. And was it Engval too on that line? Yeah, and it's like none of these guys are scoring. Like mm-hmm. it's not a real offensive threat line. Yeah. And it's not even really – I mean, Engvall and Mikheyev, yeah, but, like, I don't know if Simmons is, like, a really great shutdown guy. I don't know if he's no. like shutting you down.
0: No, he's not. He's shutting you down by, like, hitting you. But even then, like, I don't remember, like, that one hit that he threw that was, like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. Like one thing that, like, I remember is, like, Nazem Kadri and like, the Capital Series mm-hmm. when I think the Leafs oh. were down 2 nothing in Game 3. I remember it was at Maple Leaf Square for this, and he had that one shift where he just like annihilated two guys, and the next shift that they scored, and it just brought like so much energy to the team.
1: You yeah, like Brooks or pick stuff? Yeah. I think it was yeah yeah i think he i know yeah i think it was brooks over both times like i think yeah. he just wrecked him in the same chef twice
0: yeah and it got the and it got the crowd like uh well whatever there's 550 people there yes yeah. or whatever. but even then like throughout the whole series like like uh, something like that just, just like to put a jolt into the team and stuff and like i didn't mm-hmm. see any of that all series long from like the guys that you acquired for that purpose
1: yeah Yeah, exactly. They didn't really do much of anything, and I mean, Nick Foligno was injured, but like he didn't really bring that. I did.
0: I really did not notice him.
1: Yeah. He. Yeah. I
0: don't know. Yeah, it sucks. It does. Um, On the good news, um, Ducharme and uh, why am I forgetting (laughs) the GM's name? Bergevin. Bergevin are going to be keeping their jobs.
1: (laughs) That is, you know what the Leafs actually won like they they really
0: won they convi- they made the habs believe that <laughs> that they are competent at their job because if you look at next season they're not even going to come close to the playoffs especially if they are um going to the offseason thinking that they're good now and that they're going to oh, win god
1: yeah you go into to the offseason i mean and there's a possibility i don't know but like especially considering jake allen kind of like outplayed Kerry price for a large portion of the year I wonder if like Seattle takes him and if Seattle takes him like, cause his his contract lowers next year because uh, mm-hmm. he signed that extension. Yeah. And I wonder if they take Jake Allen and it's like, if you take Jake Allen, like mm-hmm. uh, who do they have after that? I think it's like Charlie Lindgren or no, uh, who is it? They're Caden Primo. That's like their next best guy. But I mean, I don't even think he's really had any NHL experience. So, you know, throw out a rookie behind Carey Price. Yes. Um, No,
0: Caden Primo did play. I remember he played a game against the Leafs this year. Did he? I'm pretty sure. It was that game when the Leafs won, like were up like 5-0 after the first period.
1: Oh, you know what? Oh, my God. Wait, so the Leafs ruined them? Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm looking this up right now, actually. But, like, Um,
0: I don't know. Like, I saw a really good point today. I think hmm. it was made by Oak Leafs. It was either today or last night on Twitter, and mm-hmm. he said, "He said he likes to judge his, uh, like his coach and, man, and like general manager, based on the confidence level at the end of the regular season." So two weeks ago, how are you feeling about Dubis and Keith? Yeah, and uh, for me, I was like extremely confident and happy in the team that he built. So, mm-hmm. and he goes, and he and he furthered his point by saying, like, now look, now now because we're all super confident look at how this playoff series went it happened because the two top performers two of the top five players in the league based on points this season um yeah. just didn't show up and you general managers are obviously not banking on that so that should not go on him so therefore if you were confident in dubis's abilities going into the playoffs and then, then that's how you should feel
1: yeah and then and- I agree full. That's a really good point. That was a really
0: good way to to put it.
1: Yeah, I I think it is. And I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I just, I see the way Dubas is operated, right? He came in, he had to sign three big RFAs. And like, you look at the decor of this team, you know. he inherited. That he inherited. You look at the prospect pool he inherited. And... He has completely 180'd all of it. Like, he added John Daveris to the score. Um, you can talk about the cap, whatever the hell. But, I mean, he added an elite, elite player in John Deveris, our captain, you know? Mm-hmm. It, and, I mean, you know, you can whine and complain about the contracts. But, you know, he signed all these guys. He locked all of them up. To our, he signed our Nylander
0: floor. to a steal of a deal.
1: Oh, yeah. That, that Nylander deal is amazing.
0: It's mm-hmm.
1: amazing. And... I mean, Marner is, like, even the only one who's, like, overpaid. And based on his um, regular season production, like, it, it's not that much. It's, like, a million dollars, maybe two million, maybe. Like, mm-hmm. it's not that much. Like, 1.5, like, it's not much. So, I mean, you know, like, I don't know. And so, I mean, he's done a really good job there. He's added pretty solid depth. Um, he's found some really good players. The decor is completely flipped around. It's mm-hmm. went from being... Riley Gardner and like a bunch of bums and their merry men. The puck. <laughs> yeah, literally. Who couldn't even move the puck like from the like, right oh side? Oh my god. Remember the Roman Polak days? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Like oh god. And, and Ron Hainsey. and like he went he inherited that. And you know, he inherited I think it was Riley Hainsey. I want to say Polak Hunwick. Was Hunwick on the team when he took over? No, I know? don't think so. I think it was Gardner, it wasn't Gardner Dermot that third pair. I think so. I think it was Gardner Dermott, wasn't it? Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, oh, so who said, no, maybe it wasn't.
0: Uh, wow, why is it so hard to remember? It like, feels like so, Zaitsev was there.
1: I know, yeah, Zaitsev. And I feel like there was another guy. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was, yeah, it might have been Pollack. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but yeah, but he inherited that and he turned it into Riley Brody, Muzzin Hall, Sandine Bogosian or Dermot Bogosian, whatever. And then Lilligren right there. Yeah. And Lilligren's right there. Like so much better. And even year over year, right? Like this decor mm-hmm. and so much has been made about it, but like this year's decor last year, is it miles better than what it was? You know like that this, this year,
0: like, you know that Kyle Dubas especially did not expect this to happen based mm-hmm. on the moves he made at the trade deadline. Like, yeah. Like, you don't get Riley Nash if you're not expecting to go on a long playoff run. You don't yeah. get Nick Felino for first if you're not expecting to go on a long playoff run. You don't get, you don't trade a fifth for Ben Hutton. Yeah that you, you didn't require- even use in the first round without expecting to go on a long playoff run, because Ben Hutton probably would have got himself into a few games at least,
1: mm-hmm. even if oh, we yeah. went
0: to the next round.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If Dermot and, and or Sandine is banged up like bam. And I mean, like, that's like our eighth defenseman maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then, I mean, I don't know. And yeah. And even David Rittich, right. You know, a more capable NHL goalie, you know, that you in want case, playing
0: playoffs. in games. case Campbell were to go down later on. And then you have Anderson and, and yeah. Rittich, which is at least an any, which are at least NHL caliber caliber goalies.
1: Yeah. And you don't have to risk playing Michael friggin' Hutchinson in a, mm-hmm. in a, you know, a playoff series. Ask the abs how that went. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, he just made so many, he had so much more depth to what seemed like an already really deep group. And I mean it was, but you know
0: we can. The thing is, it's not a deep group when your two top players like are combined for one goal. Like I said earlier, yeah. Like if you got even ten percent more out of those guys, I think they win the series in five.
1: Yeah, literally all you need. (laughs) Marner, I think, hit four points, four assists in seven games. If he was just point per game, they win Mm it. Hands down
0: they win this series. Like literally if Matthew scored one more timely goal, this series is
1: over two games ago. Oh yeah. That, that, that that goal in game six where he on his backhand. Yeah. If he does that, they, they win. And we're
0: not talking about this series at all anymore. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're Even if they about, won you know, in seven, for fuck's
0: sake! Like they, like we would not be talking about it like this. We'd still be happy that they won. Yeah, like oh, that's, no, yeah. At the end of the day, it's the playoffs. Like it doesn't matter how you win. All that matters is you win and move on.
1: Yeah, I would have been so over the moon if they won. Like, mm-hmm. and like all the narratives would have been like, "Oh, the Leafs exercised their playoff demons. They, you know, they they overcame adversity. They, you know, they lost their best uh, or or their mm-hmm. second best center. Their f- probably third or fourth best player. They yeah. lost their best or second best defenseman. Like, you know, like they lost like two really key pieces. And and they, they probably still would
0: have beat it. the Jets.
1: <laughs> yeah." Oh yeah. Right. Like Muslim was going to be out for three weeks. Like mm-hmm. and it was up in the air, whether or not Tavares would even be ready. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, Tavares
0: probably yeah. would have been ready like the way he was skating on the ice and stuff. Like it looked like he would have been ready, like about like halfway mm-hmm. through that series. But it it's just yeah. so upsetting to me, like to think about that. Like, could you imagine like that heroic, like return to the lineup, like after what happened, like they just yeah. ripped that all away from us. <laughs> Yeah. Like, how do you? I don't like, I don't know how you don't, how you put out an effort. Like, like I'm not saying like the Leafs didn't care, like, didn't try their didn't, best, but like, visibly from what I could see, how do you put up an effort like that with your, with your captain going down the way he was? It's so close to coming back from injury, too.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. There needs to be, there needs to be changes. Yeah. There needs to be some. We'll
0: get Some to changes. those now, probably. Yeah, yeah. Now you, seems like a good time. Do we have the Marner conversation?
1: We might as well. We might as well. Yeah. Um, do you want to take it? Um, yeah. So I am
0: very, very much on the trade Marner train. Yeah. Uh, I just I look at his cap hit and what he's done in the last three playoff runs, and I'm like, it's not good enough, mm-hmm. and something has to change he's the most logical one to trade away um i don't care what his playoff statistics say other gms look at him getting uh, or like uh, see uh, other gms see him being like a 95 point, point a season guy yeah and they're just and and that's they're give up the sun and the moon for that
1: yeah <laughs> on some I'm... teams yeah i mean i I'm kind of on the fence. I've kind of flip flop a little bit back and forth. Not not that much. Yesterday I was pretty hardcore. Do not trade him. Um, but now I'm a little bit more open to it. You know, like I, I think there is a very very real possibility that he does get moved. And I, I don't think you have to, or I do, or at least I don't think you need to approach it like you have to. I like like. <laughs> Basically, my biggest hang-up with trading Marner is that you potentially get a Nazem Kadri type return. (laughs) I don't think you you do, though. Exactly, but I mean, like... uh, You know, like,
0: I I just... I think you run the risk of... I think Nazem Kadri's trade value was so much lower than Marner's. Yeah, Because at least Marner's playing in the playoff games.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, no, no. I'm not saying you get, like, a third-line center and, like, a a second-pairing D or anything for him. But I'm saying, like, I think there is something, like, that... I, like, I don't think that you need to force it is more what I'm getting at, I guess. Like, I don't think that you need to, you know, because like, with Kadri, it felt like at least c- given the fact that they literally traded him July 1st, like it felt like they were like, we need to trade him. Like we need to get him out of here. Like as soon as possible, we need to make this happen and we just need to kind of get the best deal possible. And I don't think you have to do that with Mitch Marner. And I don't think you should. Cause like if you trade Mitch Marner, you have to win that trade. You have to, you can't to me, lose out on this. And
0: that's what I'm worried about. To me, is, if you get some useful pieces plus the cap space, I think the cap space, the, what you can do with the cap space is more, is just as valuable as trading f- for a player. But I, I definitely mm-hmm. want those useful, players like yeah like i just don't think you could go back the next season with the exact same core and be like run it back like th- i don't think that'll fly with the fan base and i don't think that's what kyle dubas wants to do at this point just because how many yeah. times are you going to do this over and over and over again without changing something on like a big scale like like trade. if you traded kapanen and johnson last year those were the two big ones and yeah. and like but even then that 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 doesn't really send shockwaves like you have to like do I think something big has to happen.
1: Yeah, but like okay, my thing is okay, so when the Nasm cadre trade happened, you probably thought it was like or like what did you think? Did you think it was a really good trade like a really I good thought, trade at the time?
0: Well, yeah, because I thought Tyson Berry was very good.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, you can't have that with you you can't have that outcome with marner though like you can't have a you can't trade marner get you know a decent you know top six forward you know or get two decent top six forwards and one of them just kind of crap out like you you can't like you
0: this was talked about in a a group chat that me and you are in Mm. if let's say arizona calls yeah and they say how do you like uh chicken and Garland plus maybe a prospect or, or a couple draft picks for, for, for Mitch Marner?
1: Yeah. What do you do? I mean, I probably take that. Right. But like, like, I, so I'm not against these sorts of things, but I'm just saying like, you have to get the best you have to breathe. It has to work. It has to be, a big W, I think. Although, I think
0: Arizona was a really stupid example because they don't think yeah. they have the money to – they don't have that kind of money dish out to one player.
1: But oh – Wait, isn't most of his contract already yeah, paid? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. I think he only has about $24 million left on like his four-year deal or something. It did, He has more than four years left, no? He signed no, a – No, seven. I think – Well, no, I think
0: after this – No, because he sign a six? No, he signed an eight, I thought, Marner.
1: No, I think I think he signed a six. Oh,
0: yeah, no. let's open oh, cat friendly. Yeah, well, I'm pulling it up open. right now.
1: Yeah, but no, okay, but yeah, but basically, like you just you can't lose it. Like you can't. <laughs> And and I know that's like really easy, like because I was talking to people yesterday, um, like on Twitter, because I made the post, you know, you you don't trade Mitch Marner, and everyone was saying, oh yeah, yeah, no, you you basically trade him for anything you can get for him, like you, this bum needs to be off the fucking team. No, you're like, not trading for anything. You're not going to trade him for yeah. a bunch of bums. No, I know, but I mean, like like I know you're not like trading for like a cap dump or something, but like people were treating it as like you have to like get rid of him, and then like I don't think. You need to approach it that way. Like I think, if you're approaching it that way, like you're gonna make a bad trade. Like if you look at it as like by July 1st, we need to know what our cap situation is, so we need to trade Mitch Marty by that. I, I think he's think that going you screw yourself.
0: I think he's going to get traded. I, it's not going to be a probably. stupid trade. It, it, it can't be. Like, like you're not going to trade. You're not going to trade Nylander because. His contract is great, which I know automatically a lot of people are like, oh, that means you're going to trade him. But no, like for the production you get from him, he plays. I think I've always said that like he's if he's he's just as good, if not better than Marner. I've always said that uh, about Nielander.
1: Yeah. I mean, if he can play like last year where he's hitting 70 points, Marner's hitting 90 something like.
0: But then you also get the assets that you get from the Marner trade plus whatever cap space.
1: Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. Like if you can get like another player like for Marner because the, the, the thing that I threw out like I've thrown out a couple different trade proposals like some like Nikolai Ehlers and Dylan DeMello you know because for me one of the big and like we can get into this more deeper later but like one of the places that I'd like to see an upgrade is two or, or second pairing right D so if you can get someone like Dylan DeMello who has really good analytics on like a really bad defensive team like Winnipeg for instance like I'm not saying this would happen I'm not I don't think Winnipeg would do this but you can do something like that you can get him Um, I think that'd be really good, you know, and you can get someone like a Nikolai Ehlers, someone who has similar production to Nylander. That would be like amazing.
0: Could you imagine if Winnipeg does that?
1: Oh my God, that would be flawless. (laughs) Uh, I I doubt it though,
0: but I highly doubt that exact specific one, but yeah, I doubt it too. Like something like that. Like, I, I just don't like it. I don't know, to me like I could see going into next year with without Marner and without Riley, but we'll keep on the Marner con because because um a lot of stuff came out today about about what he was doing, like about the power play and stuff.
1: Yeah, that he refused to play the uh I think the behind mm-hmm. the net kind of goal line role. Mm-hmm. Which they were successful with. That looked when they did that, oh like what like the few times they did, it looked really, really good.
0: If that's the case with Marner and that's that report is true, I think that it's more likely he's traded than not traded. I think so too. And also, I would have liked to see more backbone from the coaching, from the coaching uh, department, from, from the
1: from the coaches. I mean, I don't because maybe, but like, I don't know what you do. Like, if you have a play, like if you have a guy who like like,
0: I'd be like, okay, fine. <laughs> At first, you'd be like, okay, fine. You're going on the second power play unit. Then we'll get someone who actually wants to wants to do that onto this unit. And then yeah. that's what I would do. And then if he still doesn't do it, then just – it's a regular season. Who cares? And you pull him off the power play and be like, you're not going to get back on the power play until you do what the team wants you to do. Because to me, that's, like, yeah. super selfish.
1: It is, but, like, I don't know what you do. Like Like, I don't know – if you can really, because like, I feel like Marner is like one of those delicate cases that like you can't just. Yeah, but you also just can't just completely he's all, disregard $11 your 11 million dollar. Yeah, but he's like an 11 million dollar player. I don't think you can just, you know, like like I think you try to make it work like you try and work around it and stuff like that. And I don't know. I feel like you do something like, but I don't think, you know, kind of pissing off your 11 million dollar player is the route to go. I mean, In that scenario.
0: I mean, that already happened with the other coaching regime, and he's locked into a deal for another six years. So I don't know what.
1: Yeah, well, well, I mean, like, that's my issue, right? Like, like you just saw all the crap that happened with Marner, right? Like he, I mean, like it was. I, I mean, okay, so like the Marner stuff that happened, like the 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 Babcock exposing his list of players type thing. That's obviously really crappy. That sucks. But, like, I mean, this guy, like, he held the Leafs' feet to the fire, uh, assumingly, Mm -hmm. over that. Like, I mean, like, how do you think he's going to react if you literally just say, fuck you, and, like, take you off the power? Like, I don't know. Like, I I just, I don't think that that, like, I think that there'd be reports of, like, Marner wanting out Mm -hmm. and stuff.
0: I think... And if Marner think, does come yes. back next year, I don't think he should have a letter on his jersey.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. It's based on, like, what we've heard. Mm-hmm. I
0: I just don't think you yeah. can have that. You can set that precedent, too, to, like, other players coming into the organization that, like, a player who's done nothing but turn into a pumpkin for the last, like, three playoff mm-hmm. series can just, like, be, like, like a, a, a leader on this team. Yeah, like, no, I even agree. even if that stuff didn't come out, like, like I don't care, like what the kind of guy he's like. Like I'm not saying at all that like Marner's a bad guy or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure he's a really nice guy, but like, but like you gotta, it's got to go on the ice and off the ice. Yeah, and, and I mean, based never Oh, sorry. And yeah, and if you can't lead on the ice, I don't think you deserve a letter on your jersey. As little, like I know some people like don't think it really means much, but like
1: mm-hmm.
0: it does mean something to have that to have that letter on your
1: jersey, especially here right like mm-hmm. in Toronto like it's i don't know. i so yeah I, I mean i agree with you i think i i don't know just i guess my biggest hang up cuz like i'm probably like 75% on the way of like yeah trade barner but like don't I trade think, it for i think anything, you could, though. yeah yeah you don't like you can't I, I don't know i just i see way too many people being like get this bum off my fucking team he better never wear a leaf jersey ever again and it's like hey okay, come on like we can't look at it like that like you just <sighs>
0: Trade him if know. the right deal is there.
1: Yeah, you you just I don't know. It has to be a banger of a deal though. Like you have to get like two players. But I think with
0: I think with someone fit. of Marner's caliber, you can get that type of deal. I'd hope so. Especially with like over half his deal already being paid.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right? Like, did you uh did you pull it? Do you have cap friendly up right now? Oh, I thought you said you were doing that. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, my bad. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. so I do. Okay. So in 21, 22. So he has, yeah, he has four years left. Um, in this year, his signing bonus is 14 million dollars. After that, he has a signing bonus of nine seven seven seven. And he's got sorry, how many years left? Uh after this one, it's so like once this expires, um, four. So he signed a six year deal. Yeah, he only signed the six-year. Oh, the I thought year. it was okay.
0: I'm forgetting it wrong.
1: No, Anyways. no, it's all good. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, uh, is, like his cap it is ten point three oh or ten point nine oh three, but like, uh, the, you know, the signing bonus last year was fifteen plus million, mm-hmm. and the signing bonus this year is fourteen plus million. Yeah, and then this year, upcoming the uh, the signing bonus is always to nine million, and then like it tri- drops down. Yeah. So. Um. The teams are only going to be paying like Mm -hmm. under $8 million for him pretty much. Mm -hmm.
0: The other. So if you want to move on from this, um, the other player that I think that would get traded could be a Morgan Riley. I think we've talked Mm -hmm. about this before on the show. So I just think it makes sense considering he's going to be a free agent, but I don't know. He's played, he played really well this series though, but I know that like, you have to look at things like stand back and look at the big picture. And he did not have that great of a season this year. Yeah, but he did play really well this series. He did really step up.
1: Yeah, no, that's actually what I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, if he could play like how he played this series, I would I would give this man the sun and the moon. Like I would give him 7 mm-hmm. plus million dollars a year if he played like this for 82 games and the playoffs a year. But no, he was awful defensively this year. Yeah. Awful. He got so much like He got bailed out so many times by TJ Brody. And I mean, I don't hate the philosophy of, you know, get him this really good defense defenseman in TJ Brody and, you know, kind of let him go free, but you can dial it back a little bit, you know? You don't have to go that insane. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have to make these egregious pinches and have two-on-ones like every other game, you know? Like, I don't know. So, personally, I'm similar to Marner, I guess, in a way. Like... If you can get a good deal, if there's the right deal out there, I think that you do it. But I don't think you just trade him just to get an asset for him. I don't think it's like, oh, well, he's expiring. So let's just get a first round pick for him. Like, no, I, I, unless you're parlaying that into a, you know, a replacement or like, you know, a bigger deal, Mm -hmm. like, I don't think you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't think that.
0: I don't think you do that. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. What do you, so. We kind of like, what are your thoughts on it? Like just more on
0: trading Riley. um, Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Like, like part of me is like, okay, he's played really well now. I wonder if this will like go into next season at all. And like, just completely lose out on like a really good defenseman. Mm -hmm. Or are we just going to see more of like what we saw throughout this whole regular season? I'm going to be pulling my hair out whenever I watch him play hockey again. So I don't think you make that deal unless something unless you see like the right deal and whenever like i'm thinking of like trade to morgan riley my head automatically goes to pittsburgh because brian yeah. burke is there now and i know brian burke absolutely loves the guy
1: yeah and it came out today that he's wanting to trade uh Gensel. yep yeah he did say he wanted another winger for him but like so i wonder if you can do some sort of a bigger deal for that or something i don't know but maybe mm-hmm. you know i I, th- I think that would could that could work. Yeah.
0: I don't. Yeah, like I'd like Gensel. Gensel on that top mm. line would be really, would look really good.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, mm. I, I mean, yeah. I think it'd be really good, and I don't know. Yeah, and we just we know how much Burke loves Riley, so
0: that's why I feel like there's a deal that could be made there, and if you can get a deal that involves Gensel plus, yeah, I'd do it. Um especially with the last, like, mm-hmm. two playoff series, literally, like, being, like, the Leafs needing, like, a timely goal to, like, win them the series. Then yeah. that's how the last two series have gone, basically. And they just couldn't get that timely goal. I don't think you can have enough scoring talent on on the team.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, that is kind of the thing, right, with trading, mm-hmm. like, you know, either Riley or Marner, like, just making also, a trade and – if the diversify the depth and like another thing I've
0: been thinking about for like months now is like, especially if you think that you have a shot to sign Dougie Hamilton, Mm -hmm. I think that Riley is gone just to make whatever space you can for it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I as time goes on, I'm a little bit, I become a little bit more skeptical of Dougie Hamilton, like coming to Toronto, just given like how good of a situation it is there in Carolina. But we're
0: Toronto fans. You're supposed to think everybody's signing here.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. I mean, I just, I don't
0: know. I mean, would you say no if like his agent calls Dubas and it was like, so what you got?
1: It depends how much. I mean, let's
0: say by this point, you it's already reported that they're shopping Marner and that deal looks like it's going to be coming off the books. And mm -hmm. then you have a Riley deal in place at this point, too, and stuff. Yeah. well so you have the cap space then do you
1: it, it still depends on how much just because like for me yeah I fear that like you kind of I mean you want to issue yourself. yeah yeah right and the big issue right now is with the flat cap world is the fact that mm-hmm. we have mitch Marner and guys like that you know all making 11 plus or 11 ish or more million yeah. dollars a year you know so mm-hmm. if you just kind of trade them and replace them with a guy who makes nine million or whatever like that's yeah. I mean you're not really helping yourself that much there
0: no mm-hmm. I don't know. that was just a thought um yeah. let's do yeah, a bit know. of a I mean, speed love Hamilton but let's do a bit of a speed round here because we're pushing time here uh, oh. let's do a bit of a speed round um Zach Hyman sign or resign um or
1: sorry, sorry 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 um sorry let walk or or resign resign if it's four and a half or less or no resign if it's like around four or less
0: mm-hmm. yeah and i don't want the term to be too long either
1: yeah like three or four years something like that
0: mm-hmm. um just because like i was thinking the same thing too today and it's like it was evident today that like on the top line it would be ideal to have another guy with some like legitimate skills on that on on in Hyman's role yeah just because like man there's like how many wraparounds did he attempt that series man like it was so frustrating yeah yeah i know he'd have like a legitimate like rush chance like coming up the wing and just like opt to do like a wraparound or whatever and it's just like what is this 1993 this isn't going to go in
1: (laughs) and then he had that uh that one breakaway. oh my god and he just yeah just shot it right just like right i love zach
0: hyman but like yeah. in that role i'd want someone who can finish and like mm-hmm. zach hyman like yeah whatever he's been on pace for like 30 goals or whatever for the last like two seasons but like yeah. those are all just like banging crash goals like
1: yeah it's like for a the goal, most part a, yeah you know a puck went off his skate you know a puck went off a stick which is fine know. like you need players like that just not on the top line yeah yeah no exactly right mm-hmm. and i mean i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. it kind of comes to what we've been talking about here you know mm-hmm. that you need almost in a way to double down on skill similar to how like the avalanche do or the Tampa or tampa yeah. bay does and stuff
0: yeah like, like that. no no more of this veteran and grit bullshit that went yeah. on this offseason just uh, yeah. i feel like Dubas Dubis tried to like appease people a bit and just like mm-hmm. dubas stop with that king just just do you yeah
1: yeah do you boo
0: Exactly. Like double down on yeah. skill. Cause that's what, at the end of the day, that's what, that's what wins you games. Don't, I don't care what your, um, everybody's uncle has to say.
1: Yeah. And then, I mean, that's why, like, I'm down to re-sign Hyman because personally, like, I think his ideal role is a third line winger, you know, yeah. you can get him, you know, and you can get him at about $3 million. You know, he can play really well on a third line, you know, but he's not. I mean, yeah, no, he,
0: but I can also very much see like a dumb team coming in and being, and giving mm-hmm. him like a, like a, a haze type deal.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. That would be, yeah, I could definitely see that. And, and I mean, the thing like, I mean, Zach Hyman's really good, but I feel like he's, I feel like it, he was underrated for a while, but I feel like he's become really overrated. Like I think you could oh, literally. TSN was talking about him being on the Canadian Olympic team. <laughs> like, like that's yeah. ridiculous. like, come on no i know you like he's a guy that you can replace like he is joey anderson right there yeah literally joey anderson who has uh and and i mean the guy even that he's supposed to be kind of modeled after um according to rachel dory is going to be hitting free agency blake coleman Mm -hmm. like he probably won't take too much i mean he was signed Mm for 1.8 million dollars even if he gets a bit of a a bit of a raise or signed for like 2.3 or something yeah yeah right like you signed him in and around there, like I think he's only about 28, 29, somewhere around he's there a, too. That's that's
0: Zach Zach Hyman will be twenty nine in a couple of days.
1: Yeah, so like <laughs> I don't know, I, I like I think Zach Hyman's replaceable, and, and and people act like you know, oh no, you need to sign this man, you need to pay him, you have to keep him here for the mm-hmm. rest of his career. Like no, I I think I think that's crazy. I think he's really good. Don't get me wrong, but. Mm-hmm.
0: And like he's the, not the way he plays too does not does not age very well.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing, right? So he's not somebody you want to give a whole lot of term to. And it's mm-hmm. like you just that's not the guy you spend. <laughs> and if someone your- says and if on. a team and if a dumb team comes in and gives them
0: like a seven by seven deal, like what Hayes got mm-hmm. a few years ago, that's uh yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I uh, don't want to be that fucking team.
0: <laughs> uh, see you later, Zach. It was nice having you here. Thank you for your services, but uh, go have fun in, uh, I don't know, who's a dump Go have fun in Pittsburgh or whatever. I don't
1: know. I think I, I think I have some uh, some Oilers fans that were kind of scared about that.
0: <laughs> That'd be such a Ken Holland move, too.
1: No, yeah, it would be. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm even looking actually at a, the guy that we kind of compared him to, right, and Blake Coleman. Like, Blake Coleman... Like he was an AHLer up until 2016-17. Mm-hmm. Even in 16-17 he was yeah. an AHLer for a lot of that year. Like like these aren't guys that like you, you know, that that are like they just come out of nowhere. Yeah. Like you just and like need to Joey get Anderson playing that
0: role. is pro- is promising mm-hmm. and then yeah, like Blake Coleman you can sign for cheaper than what Zach Hyman will get you. Like that's why. unless, like, Zach Hyman will come for like I'd say around like <laughs> under 4. <laughs> Yeah. And you just like move on from him.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean shit, Andreas Janssen was a more skilled version of Zach Hyman, basically. Yeah, it just wasn't as big. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was a soft it. Euro. Yeah, soft, soft, sweet. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so let's move on to these rapid fires. Um, hmm. I'll do all three of them at once. Uh Spezza, Simmons, Thornton.
1: <laughs> Spezza. Yeah, you If will take a or if he'll take I anything he, like below the Simmons contract. I think he will. Like yeah, yeah, I think so he's too. just
0: like like he like it's no secret he's not gonna play in another city.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, he literally said he'd retire if he was picked mm-hmm. up. So like he yeah, he's staying here. And I and I think that they they should bring him back. I hope he comes back. And if he's not, then they should bring him up in a management role or something. So. Oh, he has to be he has to stay on this team. Yeah.
0: Whatever. Give him like, your a year vacation. He deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a year of vacation even before you give him that that role in management or like player development or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> no. But like, even then, like I don't know. He seems like a really smart guy. I wonder if he'd be like I'll take over a front office role.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I'd be down. Like, like I think that'd be really good. I think even even like for now, right? Like put him under lawrence gilman or some of that like marley's mm-hmm. assistant gm or something mm-hmm. you know I, I don't even know if they i don't even know if it goes that deep on most teams but this is mm-hmm. mlsc baby <laughs> so yeah. I, I i don't know i i think you do something like that and like you know you just mm-hmm. you, you find a role for him and you just you literally give him anything you can to keep him in the organization
0: like the players love him like, like yeah. you've seen like matthews like talk about him and stuff and like how well they get along. Like, that's why like I could see him being more of like someone who's like more involved on, on the ice, but
1: I also would
0: Mm -hmm. not be surprised if he's involved in the front office as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause he just seems like a really smart guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and I kind of like his philosophy. I mean, like he talked about like, Oh yeah. The reason why star, like he had that one quote, right. The reason why star players love, Scott Sabrins and guys like that coming up, you know, is that they get more ice time. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. For real. Like, you know, you're playing, you're, you're playing this guy four minutes a night and then that's it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so, so it's like they, mm-hmm. I, I mean, he get, I feel like he'd be a pretty modern sort of philosophy GM. So I would yeah. really like kind of like know. a Chris jury type. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then um, yeah, I'd like him.
0: So Thornton, you? Simmons. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, and Thornton's and Simmons are no. Like I said earlier, um, it's we've seen that like experience mm-hmm. and grit does not win you anything. Skill is what wins you anything. So we'll just double down on skill. Replace those players with uh, skill for your bottom six.
1: Yeah, I agree. I have
0: a few names too. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, guys. sorry, and uh, we'll we'll get to your We'll do we'll do ra- rapid fire. Just one more name. Alex Galchenyuk. Do mm-hmm. you bring him back?
1: Really, uh, really hard this one's really hard yeah uh, yeah yeah I would for cheap for cheap
0: mm-hmm. yeah if you're, if he's on a lineup where Dubas just like double downs on skill I feel like mm-hmm. then you can move him up and down the lineup because I feel like there was no other spot for him than that second line wing or else you were just putting him up for failure <laughs> you're
1: gonna play him with like Engvall and McCaff yeah like no that would not <laughs> like have lineup. been to his
0: benefit at all like that's why like
1: mm-hmm. yeah no yeah if you can put him with other players who can move the puck up, you know, and you just, I don't know. Yeah. Just a good, you know, uh, he, he can be really good. And I think he's a guy that, you know, you could put on like the power play. He can, I think he'd be a perfect like second PP guy because mm-hmm. from, you know, from what we know, like he, he seems to kind of be in that, uh, almost OV kind of Stamkos kind of, I know that's like really big, <laughs> um, really like really big, uh, comparables, I guess, or whatever. But, you know, like he seems to kind of be really comfortable in that sort of one timer spot. Like, yeah. That really good, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, at least from – that's what I heard, right? I think another, days, like,
0: off-season, like, another mm-hmm. off-season and, like, another, like, training camp under the Leafs coaches, which looks yeah. like that they've completely, like, worked – like, whatever they're doing to him, keep on doing it. And a full-season, mm-hmm. and like, training camp and off-season with that, I think he'll yeah. turn into, like, even better than what we saw.
1: Yeah. And, and, I mean, that was the thing, too, is, like, he got a lot of flack – for that one, you know, spinorama dumb turnover. It was just
0: so stupid.
1: Yeah, it was terrible, but he played really friggin' good for, like, the other 99% of the time he played in that series. Like, he played Mm -hmm. really good. Like, he was, I don't know, like, or maybe not really good, but, you know, but he was He had three points in game five or two points, was it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I think he got a goal. Yeah, no, I think he got a goal and two assists. Mm -hmm. I think it was game four.
0: Yeah. No, that was game
1: five. Was it? No, because it was the last game they won. Oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember mm-hmm. him getting the empty netter. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, you're, you 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 were right. Yeah, he played. Yeah. And then he was good for that game five as well. And like looked good in like in like the rest of the games after that.
1: Yeah. Um, Other than that one mistake. Like, he was yeah. great.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I had something else, but um, oh, no, no. oh, yeah, Bogo, I'd bring back. Yeah. Cheap, but yeah, yeah. If I could, you could get him for like one million again,
1: yeah. If you, yeah, if you can do that again, yeah.
0: And that's some other like GM comes in and is like, "We'll give you, we'll give you four years at four million each." And like, okay, I yeah, see you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that, that that's kind of the the big thing with him that, mm-hmm. that I think I, I think people are going to see that he played really well in our third pair and they're going to sign him. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I guess you kind of got to try and fill that role <laughs> again.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, those you can get those guys for. Like, there's a lot yeah. of guys like that you can get. Um. Anyways, you've had some names to sign, and then we'll 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 go rapid fire.
1: Uh, Freddie Anderson.
0: Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I forgot about. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's a no. <laughs> that, that didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. See ya. Uh, no, thank no, thanks no, for no. everything, Freddie. Like genuinely, genuinely, thank you for everything. But but uh, good luck on your next team. <laughs> yeah.
1: No. I uh. Yeah, no, that one was just a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but so some of the players I was thinking about signing is um, – I've made it no secret, but I really like Michael Granlund. He's someone I want them to really sign mm-hmm. um, I like uh, in the offseason. I, I, th- yeah, I think a good, like,
0: he second, – Second line, like playing in the Galchenyuk's role now.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and, and I think he kind of fills um, – I feel like he's kind of curfoot with skill in yeah. a way like if that kind of makes sense like mm-hmm. he yeah he's just he's really good and he's got a good shot like i'd really yeah. like him i mean he got 60 points carrying around the friggin' minnesota wild in like <laughs> uh, like from three years ago right not when they yeah. were Kapril, K- Kirill kaprizov mm-hmm. uh minnesota wild like he the boring minnesota wild yeah. and so <laughs> for me i think that he'd be a really good player um you play him in our top six i think that he could get back to that 60 point level i think we would think have got him
0: if uh nashville didn't just decide they were good again all of a
1: sudden yeah <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, mm-hmm. that was the rumors that Dubis was yeah. interested in him in the offseason. The only reason it didn't work out was because Nashville was offering more money. But I think, yeah. you know, if you do make the trades so that we kind of talked about, you could sign in mm-hmm. Grandland. Yeah. Um. So that, and then I think uh, Vinny Henestrosa, he has really good underlings mm, um, defensively. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's really cheap. Like, he, signed, he just signed, I think, for like a million dollars this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, So he'd be a really good player. I think you'd probably get him for a similar deal. Um, he'd be a good, you know, bottom six guy, but yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, you know, he'd be a good depth. Um, another one, a very familiar name, Josh Leva. Yes. I was very, very pleased to see that in the last three years he's been, because mm-hmm. I looked at his RPM charts, like they're really good. They're really yeah. good. Like he's got, it's blue everything. The only thing that isn't is his production and, mm-hmm. I think once again, you know, in that sort of second power play unit, you know, you play him with the Spezza, you got a Spezza, Galchenyuk, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, we've mm. seen that as Leaf fans. So mm-hmm. I think if you play him on that second PP, I think that he could be really good. Mm-hmm. I think that he could produce. So mm-hmm. I think he'd be a really good player, and he has really good defensive underlying, so.
0: All right. Is that it?
1: Yeah, that's all for me. Yeah.
0: All right. I feel like we'll end it here because I feel like we've gone on for a while.
1: <laughs> yeah and i pod, think we've
0: hit on everything that we wanted to for the most part um again there'll be all kinds of speculation and stuff going on throughout the whole off season and stuff so mm-hmm. so that'll be enough speculation for today um anyways uh be sure to follow us on twitter at newer reliefs and on instagram at newer reliefs follow me on twitter at joey 98 and you can find gordon on twitter at ride the pine 89 and that is all we got for you this week. And we will see you next week when, for the first time on this podcast history, we unfortunately would not have any games to talk about.